Comedy LOL Podcast Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tarot Bowl Podcast. I'm going to open today's show with a quote from Rumi. The lamps are different, but the light is the same. It comes from beyond. If thou keep looking at the lamp, thou are lost. For thence arises the appearance of number and duality. Fix thy gaze upon the light, and thou art delivered from the dualism inherent in the finite body. Yeah. Super deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I thought maybe uh, I'd pick up on some things if I heard it more than once, but I'm still kind of, wow, there's a lot in there. Yeah, I should have sent it to you. I had to read it a few times last night. Basically, what I gather, for me, it means that there might be a lot of different individuals in the world. And when you look at people, they might look different. But deep down, we all have the same light energy force, spark of energy, whatever you want to call it. So That's so nice to think that people are inherently good and have a light energy force inside of them. Oh, I don't mean like light as in light versus dark. I just mean light inside them. I'm sure there's definitely dark people out there. <laughs> well, okay. I'm saying that, that that for me, that quote shows that there's kind of this ignorance in the darkness, but obviously also the if you're focusing on an object, um, there's that like materialism there, which isn't necessarily truth. Yeah, definitely. So, hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our third episode of the Tarot Bowl podcast. And today, it kind of came as, a, I would say, a listener request. And people wanted to know a little more about us and what and how we got involved in tarot and our journey. So we figured we would talk about that today through the tarot. So we each chose a card. The card that I chose was the Hermit card. That's kind of the card I'm relating to right now in my journey. And um, so what about you, Ashley? What did you choose? Um, I chose the star, which is a little on the nose for me, I think, sometimes. Um, but we'll get into that. And uh, this is obviously not necessarily a card I would always choose to reflect myself. But at this point in time, I'm like, yeah, this is the one I think I'm going to connect to. If you asked me in a week, it'd probably be different. Yeah, that's the great thing about the tarot, especially the major arcana. There's so many um, different meanings, and they could mean stuff to you the same. Uh, they could always mean different things to you. So why don't you get started with your card? Uh, ladies first. Um, ladies first. Okay. <laughs> so um, if I'm looking at the star card, again, I said it's a little too on the nose for me. I just don't want to have this assumption, though, that that means that I think in any way, shape, or form I am a star. Um, hopefully, though, you are the star of your own life. You have a female figure um, kneeling on the ground, but she's got one foot on the water, and she's pouring water into this, it looks like a little lake, and she's also pouring it on the ground. There's a huge star above her, and then she's got seven white stars around the side perimeter. Um, for me, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, why did I pick this card? Um, obviously, aesthetically, I feel like I kind of look like her. Um but let's go beyond appearances here. So I'm going to say that for me, I feel like there's a really great balance between like the earthly material physical world. So she's kneeling on the ground there and that's how I'm going to take that. And then kind of this emotional subconscious spiritual realm with her foot in the water. So she's kind of straddling 
I hate that word though. Um, both of these types of worlds, feelings. Um, and I feel like that's kind of where I am right now. I am also a water sign and I definitely relate to the water in lots of different instances. I feel like I'm definitely a water creature, um, as opposed to a land creature. So I, that's where, when I looked at this star, there was that connection there of the water and kind of that connection to it, as opposed to just being both feet planted on the ground. Yeah, I've always liked that analogy about this card. I feel that it does represent the balance because you have, like you said, you have one foot in the water, one foot on the ground. It's very, it reminds me a lot of the yin and the yang. Yes. And if I'm looking at it, if you're looking at her foot that's on the water, it's not submerged in the water. Um, It's just kind of on the top of the water. I don't know if that means that she can't submerge her foot in the water. Maybe she's capable of walking on water. Again, I'm not in any way, shape, or form insinuating that I'm capable of doing that or that there's this divine property to myself, but I kind of like that it's not fully submerged there. Maybe it's just testing the waters. Yeah, that's a that's another great analogy. Um, and then there's this really nice balance that she has. She has that cup in both ha- a cup in both hands, so it's not like just you know in one hand. Um, it's just a very unique card. I'm taking it to be very positive. I I definitely feel like it's um, a rebirth type of thing, and um, there's not. It, it's just something very new and fresh. And she's got this huge star over her that is very similar to the little white stars, but it kind of stands out. Um, so even though it looks the same, it's a different color and it's a different size, which I definitely think relates to me. Everyone is unique, right? So everyone should be the star, like I said, of their own life. Yeah, great point. And something else that not a lot of people pick up about this card, but it is an eight-pointed star, and there are eight of them. And eight is symbolizes infinity because it, it is an infinity symbol in itself. Mm, so you mm-hmm. have eight eight pointed stars. So there's a little bit to uh, chew on there. I honestly didn't even pick up on that. Well, I mean, I I've, I can count right, but I I didn't say like, oh, there's eight stars, there's eight points here. Um, so why did I pick this card to reflect where I am right now? I think that with the help of you. Uh, and so I'm very grateful for you to even ask me to be part of this podcast. It's kind of a rebirth or kind of just even going back into being interested in things that I've been interested in since like high school or middle school, to be honest. Um, that's kind of where I first got interested in dream interpretation and the tarot. And then it kind of just fell to the side after college. Um, I had like a deck of cards, and I brought them when I moved across the country, but I didn't really do readings that much anymore. And it's not something that you bring up a lot of times with friends or even new coworkers and things like that, because I think there is such a stigma there. Um, and so when we reconnected, um, I was just like, wow, this would be a really great opportunity to get back into that and have an uh, experience or an interaction with somebody who's also potentially interested in that. So then I don't need to feel like, you were judging me or I feel self-conscious of like, why are you talking to me about this? And I think there's a, especially with the people I've talked about here, there is such a stigma that if I didn't get a chance to explain it to them, it would be kind of dismissed. Um, 
So I think that's why I picked this card because right now I feel like I'm just diving back into that like subconscious, more emotional, intuitive world as opposed to just having both feet planted in the physical world where I have probably for the last few years. And I, you know, I think that's great because it can lead us in or lead me into what I was going to talk about. And I feel that the stigma is real because about five minutes ago, you know, relatively speaking, I was like, tarot's all bullshit. You know, this is just some, somebody made it up either that, or it's probably evil or it's just chicanery. You know, someone's trying to rip someone off and it's blah, blah, blah. And then when I came into it, I got into it through the symbols and everything. And then I, I realized what it really was and what it represented in the, the power that it could hold for the individual, you know, the divination power, the power to figure out things and get inside your mind. And so I think that's great because the card that I'm identifying with a lot lately is the hermit. And I feel that can we go back for a second though? So what was that like spark that made you be like, I'm just going to look into this. Look into the tarot. Yeah. Like what was was that initial, like I, you know, well, let me just figure (laughs) out what this is actually all about. What was that? What was that one situation that brought that about? Okay. So, um, I was watching a video about natural law and they were describing just watching a video on, you know, at home one day, like, let me pull this up. Yeah. And the guys, he's one of these, he's like a conspiracy, like quote unquote conspiracy theorist. Um, I guess you would say, but more, it more has to do with government. And they were just talking about natural law and how governments don't obey natural law. You know, for example, our government and war and all this stuff, let's not talk about and get started. But all right, so can you was, just define what, what you think <laughs> natural law is? Uh, natural law is similar to karma is probably the best way to describe it. It basically just means that is if you just live your life and um, do unto others as you want to do to yourself or do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Or mm-hmm. even better, do not do what you don't want them to do to you. So, so what goes around comes around. Basically, yeah, basically speaking. And if you look at it a little deeper with karma, it's not exactly that. It, more think of it as a giant ocean. And anything that you do is going to create waves. So they might not come back to you, but they are for sure going to affect the whole world around you. Most times they will come back to affect you. But the more waves that you make, negative or positive, it's just going to affect everything around you, especially in your everyday life. And that's really all that anybody can change. You know, people are trying to change the whole world. You have to start within first. And that's really how I got into the tarot because these are the concepts that a couple of these guys I've been watching either on YouTube or on pod, listen to podcasts. This is what they're talking about. They specifically and, mentioned the tarot. Yes. One of them. Okay, cool. Well, a few of them are really into the tarot. And a lot of it has to do with the symbols. That's how I got into it. You could see it in the advertising. You could see it in either uh, different institutions, government institutions. A lot of times they use these symbols and it attracts people for some reason. Like if you look at the Eagle Globe and Anchor, for example, I was in the Marine Corps and that was always something that grabbed me. And now it's like, oh, why? And you break it down and you look at it and it starts to make more sense. So you're listening to this video, watching this video. They brought it up and you're like, hey, you know what? Maybe I should look into this. Yeah, let me look into the tarot. So I started watching some videos on the tarot, and once I realized what it was, it, 
and how it was, you're really, there's different ways to use it. It's like anything else. It's like any other tool. And once I found a way that these people were using it that I agreed with, and it was, it could really help people. I was immediately drawn in because I could see how long did that take? Was it like the first video or you watched (laughs) a few? (laughs) I was like, I quit my job like five minutes into this video, you know, (laughs) and, uh, that's why I'm a hermit now. So, um. (laughs) Yeah, I basically probably ordered a pack of tarot cards that night, if not went to Barnes and Noble within yeah to get to, so I, it was pretty quick because I wanted to to see exactly what you're talking about because you can look at stuff in videos, but when you do it and you start to do layouts, that's when it really starts mm-hmm. to speak to me. Well, for me anyway, that's what it when it started to speak to me. And then you had this like thought of I just want to continue learning more about this. Yeah, I've always been somebody who has liked to to talk to people about different problems that they're having and try to help them in some way if I can. And I've been finding out recently that you can't really, it's easier for somebody to figure out their, their own path. than even if you see it clearly, or if you see solutions to try to point them out, it's better for them to come across it their own way. That's a, that's the only way they're going to learn and that's the only real way that they're going to be convinced. So I believe the tarot is a tool to do that because they're, they're speaking to you. Most people know what their problems are, at least subconsciously. They just don't want to admit it to themselves. And this way, their cards are screaming it at them or their solutions or whatever they are. All right, cool. So then you're interested in this. You're like, I'm going to keep learning more about it. I love that. I'm also a lifelong learner. Um but then how do you broach the topic with people? I think a lot of times it's hard to be interested in something when you're the only person interested in it. So um, how did you like try to find like-minded individuals? I have a couple friends that I know are pretty open-minded, so I talk to them about it. And then I also put it up on Facebook and Instagram just to I see. I know. That's how I sent you something. Yeah. <laughs> see? And that's how it works because this way I feel I'm not being pushy. Because I know the stigma is out there. So if I could talk to the people who already passed the stigma, and then, you know, if I could get stuff going with them, then I'll at least build something so then I could take that at the people who have the stigma, if that makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Who would have thought, you know, I answer one little Instagram post. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So yeah. let's talk about your card. You pick the hermit. Yes, I pick the hermit. So I feel... Um. This signifies me well because before when I was, I, I feel like I've been a hermit a lot lately. I've been learning this information. I've been, it's basically like I'm going to school again. I've been in my free time, either watching videos, reading books, uh, talking to but people you know about this stuff. what so interesting though is that you have such a social job. And so I think a lot of times there's a stigma related to that word hermit of like, this person doesn't do anything. But you are going out and like doing your job, which is very social, being around people. So you're just talking about in your personal life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you I haven't do, quit your job yet. No, I have not quit my job yet. <laughs> I am. Uh, if you get, if you're getting married and you need a great DJ slash MC host, let me know because I'll do that for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about mostly my personal life. I still have some friends that I hang out with, but generally, um. In my in most of my free time, I've been studying this stuff, and it's led me here. So I feel like the hermit. If you look at this card, he's a guy by himself. He's standing there. It looks like on the top of a mountain, and he has this lantern with him. And to me, that's the light. That's the knowledge. 
So I'm using the light and the knowledge that I found to illuminate the path ahead of me. So I'm using this to get the knowledge. It kind of relates back to it. your quote that you opened the show with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I got that quote from a series I put it I put it on Instagram. If you guys want to reread the quote, you can check out my Instagram at Brandon Smith two hundred three. And I was watching a program by this gentleman named Michael Tessarian, and it was about the hermit card. And that was the opening, one of the, or not the opening quote, but just one of the quotes that came up. And I was like, wow, that really signifies. And that's what they're talking about, the light, the light within. And I feel that the the way, that, the reason they're using it in the hermit card and the reason that it is speaking to me is because it's a journey that you have to go on by yourself, self-discovery, to get that light and to use it. You know, there's another quote I heard was there's many ways to the top of the mountain, but the view is still the same. So you have to figure it out on your own. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Do you know what I like about the hermit card is because um, if I'm looking at it, he's obviously very solitary, but that's all you see. You could see if you expand it out, there could be a whole bunch of people behind him. Right. So there's the hermit leading the way, lighting up this path. But you're right. You have to figure that out for yourself, and then you can kind of help illuminate that path for others. Yeah, for sure. He could be leading some people. I like that. I also like that he looks like he's the wizard, kind of like the Gandalf figure. So that's again with the Lord of the Rings references. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I just recently <laughs> watched the extended cuts of that, and I, I I feel like I've actually learned a lot by watching that. And also, if you look very closely, it looks like he can have wings. It looks like there's either wings that are covered or um, just out, outright wings. So you're saying you're identifying with that card right now. Um, what I think is really interesting is when we first met up face-to-face in person, the card that you picked to signify where you were was the Fool. Yes, definitely. So yeah, where I- was that transition there? I feel like I still, the fool still represents me because I look at it as the same person. The fool is somebody who is either embarking on a journey or coming back from a journey. We just spoke about this on our podcast, so I won't get too deep into it, which is great. And that's another reason because we did just speak about this in um, the other podcast we talked about. I figured I'd use another card, but it's it, they're pretty equal for me. You know, I just like the hermit because. It says it right in the name Hermit, and he's out there solo, alone, and he's doing it. So I feel that's more, uh, like I said, what I've been up to lately also. So that's another reason why I I love that it shows that there's a progression there and, like, a journey. Um, If you can recall, if you asked me, you know, however many weeks ago, what card I would pick to identify myself, I still chose the star. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, read into that what you will. I guess I haven't changed that much. <laughs> uh, and I love the star card, too. I'm glad you chose that because that's definitely one of my cards that I look to because of the balance and because of the stars that are above. Because, like you were saying, and I'll go back. I'm going to go back on our video to this picture. Um, when you're looking at it, not only does she have one foot on the water and knee on the ground, but her head is in the stars. Mm-hmm. So... You know, that's good. It's a, it shows a really good balance. You have to you have to be able to exist in all worlds, earthly, air, water, stars. You have to be able to switch it up, I think, to get the best enjoyment out of life. 
And I'm going to go back to what I said about it, which was like a rebirth or um, a beginning of some sort. Things should always be beginning. I feel like I'm constantly always starting new projects and having new interests and things like that. So maybe I have grown as a person. Fingers crossed. Awesome. And another um, I'd like to bring up about the similarities between the Fool and the Hermit. If you look in the, the Thoth deck, the Alistair Crowley deck, on the Hermit card, there's a... Uberus, is that how you say it? The three-headed dog? Oh, Cerberus. Cerberus. Oh, yeah, Cerberus. Um, there's a, so it has that element of the dog, same signification, just it's um, a mythical dog with the three heads. So it, it could be either the dog welcoming you home from the journey. It could be the dog warning you from perils that you may see and you're just kind of out there doing things. Or it could just be Giz. <laughs> which is my dog. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right. I mean, what else do we want to talk about today? So I want to ask you, what do you think? So when I told you that my card was the Hermit card, mm -hmm. what were the first things that came into your mind? And how do you think that it relates to me in ways that I didn't discuss? Do you know, I still sometimes get thrown by the names on the card. Um, and maybe that's just human nature or kind of the way that um, our education system or my past experiences are influencing my life. So when I hear hermit, I normally think of someone who's like very alone. Um, but I could see where you're coming from because now that like we've been talking and like we know each other, um, you do spend a lot of time kind of working on yourself, which I think is um, very admirable. And I think that when I looked at it a little bit deeper, I was like, I do think that kind of resonates with you and the position that you are in your life and the journey that you're on. Um, I just wish that it had a different name. Yes. Because I um, think that this... sometimes a hermit, there's this idea of like a crazy person who sits at home by themselves <laughs> and doesn't have any interaction with the outside world. That sounds awful judgy. <laughs> I know. No, I, so the... Uh... <laughs> So the name Hermit, if this makes you feel better, I, I agree with you totally with everything you just said. Um, so the name Hermit, though, if you think of Hermes, that's where it comes from, Herm or Hermetic ceiling, Hermetic tradition. So it has more to do with passing on the knowledge and passing on the word. And that's really what it's signified because he's showing that he has the knowledge. He's holding up the lantern and he's showing everybody. It's another way we can look at it. He has it. And he's giving it to people, but he's on top of the mountain. It's hard to get up there. He's not going to give it to just anybody. Not anybody deserves this knowledge because obviously you have to be ready for it. Because but I not, also think that it's it. easiest to see a light when it's kind of illuminated above you. If he was on the ground, all the people around him maybe wouldn't be able to see it. Yeah, for sure. And um, as far as your card, the star card. I would say <laughs> a little bit what I said before, kind of about how there's you have to exist in all worlds. But also, if you look at the mountain in the background, that can also signify or even the tree with the bird. But if you look under the stars, there's a mountain that could signify the journey that lies ahead. Maybe there it because in life, nothing's ever finished. So right now. You might have everything great and balanced, and you're doing this. You have one foot on the water, one knee in the earth, head in the stars, or head in the sky. But there's other journeys that lie ahead, and you have to remember that. You have to remember your balance in what you're doing. 
thank you for thinking I have everything kind of balanced right now. <laughs> it doesn't really feel like that, but <laughs> I definitely think that life is just a journey, right? A whole bunch of different journeys. One ends, a new one begins. For sure. Is there anything else you wanted to add to this episode? I don't think so. I feel I feel pretty good. Um, do we want to talk a little bit, though? I mean, I kind of hinted on it, just how kind of we reconnected. We met 10 years ago, maybe a little yeah. bit less. I don't look like I could possibly have met you 10 years ago. Yeah, were you 12 or <laughs> what was going on? Um, I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> and then... Um, you know, I we're we're both from Connecticut. I'm assuming you're from Connecticut. Yep. Okay. And then um, I actually moved across the country, and um, I saw that Brandon had posted something on his Instagram, and I commented on it, kind of being a little not not a stalker because that sounds really negative, but you know, just kind of going through my feed, and I commented on it, and that's kind of how we reconnected, and then just started talking. So in case people were wondering how we know each other. We met several yeah. years ago. Yeah, and then we reconnected through through social media, which is hilarious because, I, you know, it's, social media is like anything else. There's negatives and there's positives, and right now I feel like there's a lot of negative on there, but it's good that we got a positive out of it. It was, it was a good time, and we got to get together and talk about the tarot, and that's when I immediately knew because the way – the type of person that you are and the organization that you have that I lack, I'm more of – um, fly by the seat of my pants. I do some organization and I do a lot of research and stuff, but the way my brain works a lot of times in the moment when stuff comes together and I see things and it just falls into place and I'm like, Oh yeah, this, that, and the other. And then sometimes it's just like, blah. Most times I see things. Well, so. for me, there's a comfort in that structure and the way of yeah. laying things out in that organization. Um, you wouldn't be able to tell that if you looked at where I live, I'm not necessarily like the cleanest person. Um, so there's like <laughs> this messiness to my physical life, but, um, in terms of structuring anything that just makes me feel most comfortable. Um, and yeah, I am definitely great. not a person that's like a, let's play it by ear type of person. So I, I, I know that's what I lack and I know that I need that in my life because I would literally plan out my entire life otherwise. <laughs> well, you know, there's something to be said for that too. So don't be too hard, or hard on yourself. And, you know, we should probably talk about what we're going to be doing in the future going forward with this podcast. Yes, we're, love it. We're going to be taking over the world. So if you guys want to sign up. <laughs> One card at a time. One at a time. <laughs> so um, we're going to focus on... Each of the four individual suits, um, there is a seasonality to each of those. So we're going to start off looking at the suit of cups because it will tie in really nice to the summer season. Um, so we'll look at what the suit of cups represents. What do those people who are associated with the suit of cups look like? I've always really connected with it because I'm a water sign and I feel like I look like the suit of cups. Um, and then we'll go through numerology of all of the different card numbers and then we will look at the symbolism in each of those cards. So we'll start off with the Ace of Cups and then progress from there. And then each week we'll also focus on a Major Arcana card. All right. And what are we going to focus on for the first week? So the first week we'll just do an introduction to the Suit of Cups. We're going to look at the Ace of Cups and then we're going to look at the Magician card, which honestly, like I, I almost picked the Magician card for today. Yeah, it's a great card. Um, what's one thing you could say about the Ace of Cups pertaining to your life right now? 
Um, I'd say when I look at it, I use the phrase, your cup runneth over. And that's kind of how I feel right now. Awesome. All right. Well, that's a great place to end it. So let's end it there. If you guys want to see more, you can follow us on Instagram at terrible2, T-A-R-O-T-B-U-L-L-2. And if you have any questions, you can direct them to brandon at comedylol.com. And make sure you check out the videos on our YouTube, which is Comedy LOL Podcast on YouTube. Or you can go to comedylol.com for all those links. And, and I do want to also just say I will be releasing oh, yeah. um, my own readings uh, probably once a week that I'm doing for friends and family. It'll just kind of be an offshoot of this, but it'll be me one-on-one with somebody. And we'll also post the pictures of their cards and that spread that we're doing uh, in the reading. And then I'll release how we kind of talked through what the meanings in those cards look like. Awesome. Until next time. Comedy LOL Podcast Network.